I ran across the bare front yard. What kind of home for a kid didn't even have any grass? I shoved the car seat onto the front seat of the truck and jumped in. Go, I yelled at Justin. He stared at me with his mouth hanging open. Jesus, Evie, he said, what the hell did you do? Will you just drive? Come on, move the damn truck. Go. Go where? I leaned across the baby seat and smacked his arm. I don't care. Just get us out of here now. Finally, Justin put the truck in gear and pulled away from the curb. I frigged with the seat belt, trying to thread it through the bottom part of the car seat. The baby was still asleep. I got the belt buckled, sat back, and fastened my own. We got to the stop sign where the road from the subdivision crossed the old highway. That way, I said, pointing to the right. Justin looked over at me. Then he looked at the baby. But he turned and started up the old river road. You said you just wanted to see her, he said. So I lied. Evie, you can't just take someone else's kid. I reached into the car seat and stroked the baby's cheek with one finger. It was the softest thing I had ever felt. Bits of dark hair, the same color as mine, stuck out from under her pink hat. I didn't steal someone else's kid, Justin, I said. She's mine and I'm keeping her. Justin pulled one hand back through his own hair. Damn it, he muttered. Okay, so he was kind of pissed. But he'd change his mind. He'd see that this was the right thing to do. And anyway, I knew how to get around Justin. I looked down at the baby again. My baby. Not the Hansons. They weren't even good parents. I knew because I'd been watching that house for almost two weeks. They left her with a babysitter all day. Okay, so she was Mr. Hanson's mother, but still. They wanted a baby so much, that's what they'd said on their profile, but then they didn't even spend any time with her. And there weren't any other little babies around there for her to play with when she got bigger— just a big empty lot on one side of that place, and a house that had been abandoned, half-built, on the other. That half-finished house turned out to be good for me, because I could watch my baby from there, but no one could see me. It wasn't really like I was trying to hide. I just hadn't figured out what I was going to do, and I didn't want people bugging me. At first, the only thing I'd wanted to do was see my baby, you know, make sure she was okay— I'd only gotten to see her once after she was born, because my dad said it would be easier that way. When we got home from the hospital, he'd said, It's done now. Put it out of your head. It was like he didn't realize I had just given up my own flesh and blood. I didn't even say anything. I just walked away and went to my room and shut the door. My insides hurt, ached, and I thought that was just from having her, from pushing and all, but that feeling never went away. I couldn't just put it out of my head. Finally, I knew I had to see for myself that my baby was all right. My dad had put all the adoption papers in that metal box he kept in the back of his closet, and I knew where he hid the key, in his sock drawer. Once I knew the Hansons' full names, it was easy to go online at the library and find their address. So the next morning I cut school and hitched out there. I took a clipboard— I was going to go to the door and pretend I was doing a survey, but then when I saw the empty house next door, with no one working in it, I figured, why not just watch for a while? My mom liked to go bird watching. 
She had a great big book all about birds, and she used to let me look at the pictures. After she died, Dad put all her stuff in boxes in the basement. I had to go through five boxes to find her binoculars. I figured she wouldn't mind me using them to check on her granddaughter. And that's all I was going to do, just watch my baby. But the more I watched, the more I could see she needed me. In the end, I knew I had to do something because a baby needs to be with her mother. And it was easy, which just proves they weren't good parents, because instead of me it could have been some weirdo who walked away with her. Every time Mr. Hansen's mother came back from somewhere, she'd put the baby in her car seat on the deck while she carried stuff in, groceries and dry cleaning and stuff. What kind of a grandmother was she, leaving the baby out there like that? My mom would never have done that with her granddaughter.'